I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Hello. It's um, not the weekend podcast with Isn't Frank it? Skinner, Gareth Richards, Emily Dean. Why do you sound so yes. surprised? <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I just didn't think it was going to happen this week. But here we are again, and how lovely. Mm. I thought lovely. Gareth wouldn't want to do it anymore. What do you mean? Very. He's got very arrogant after that appearance. You know, he was on telly. Oh, he, was on, he was on Russell Howard, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah, I think we know. Yeah, and there's been lots of... Yeah, I, th- I fully expected a resignation this week. <laughs> Quit while you're ahead. Yeah, uh, yeah, I thought, oh, yeah, radio. Sorry, <laughs> I've moved on. He actually said to me, Frank, I'm starting to enjoy the cloak of celebrity. It's kicking in. That was because we had... Sorry, I just need to defend myself. <laughs> that was because we had a very gushy email about some woman saying my smile made her knees go wobbly. She said he was hunky. Which has never happened before. Maybe Unless that old lady falling you. over in the street was to do with that. I'm thinking maybe it was your smile that tore my cartilage. <laughs> that could have been it. <laughs> I felt <Sorry>. something go. <laughs> oh. Well, I've had uh, I've had what I can only describe as a comedy workshop oh. this week. Um, oh, you know, so, you never, well, you never someone t- giving you a comedy workshop. Yeah, who could it have been? Well, it must I, have been. I can't think of anyone. No, I'm sorry, you're going to have to. Charlie Chaplin leave, so. from Beyond the Grave. Charlie Chaplin from yeah. Me and Derek Acora met in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, Charlie Chaplin, of course, was silent. Me and Charlie so, get on very well. We both smoke silk. Oh, Charlie's saying, or you really, you really likes uh, really likes that stuff you do about a husband. <laughs> And uh, hey, no alarm. No. We'll have to check that with the technician. Mm. So things working. Um, I found our Keith. Oh, um, oh, I love an our Keith story. See, our Keith. It was his birthday uh, last week, May the eighth, and I found him up. It began with about a five-minute harangue about the fact that I never call him, and I said, you know, the thing is, Keith, I call you on your birthday. You know, mm. it's annual. There's a there's a limit to how often I can call with a birthday context. Mm. And he said, Why don't you just call me? He said, My mates are always saying, Does your brother ever call you? So My I, brothers are a bit like this. As what, a, are so you what, old since you've Keith? been on Russell Howard, you mean? <laughs> no, no, just like they expect me to get in touch with them. Yeah, but to be fair, Why your brother's so good looking, no disrespect to our Keith. <laughs> no. But he's not as good looking as Garrett's brother, let's put no. it that way. And no one is. he doesn't have to call anyone. I, d- I don't know. I've never seen Gareth's brother, but I'm, I'm pretty confident our Keith won't be as good looking as him. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, so we got chatting and um, he said to me, uh, I've been watching you on the telly quite a bit. You know, I said, oh, that's nice. He said, I've, I've noticed you've missed one or two gangs. <gasps> Did he? I said, how, how do you mean? Hmm. He said, oh, just a couple. I thought, oh, no, he should have said... Uh, I said, oh, well, thanks for the tea. He said, no, I'll give you some examples, and off he oh, went. Oh, there was no oh, stopping goodness. him. Now, the first one was, um, well, it was a joke about um, a woman called Cherry on when I hosted Nevermind the, Bo- the Boscocks, but we'll let that one pass. I wasn't happy mm. with it. Mm. But um, he did come up to my chagrin. He came up with a couple of crackers. <laughs> did <laughs> he? Well, they were good, mm. you know. He was on about the fact that um, I was on the one show, I'd forgotten about yeah. this, and there was a... There was a, a fish called Benson, this sort of famous um, fish that lived in this pond, and someone fed it nuts and it died. 
Oh. And I said on the show, oh, well, we could always eat it. You know, it, you, you could have it, you know, a sort of fish and chips thing. You could call it Benson and Wedges. Mm. That was the joke. Mm. That's good. And he said to me, you should have said, oh, Benson and Wedges. And then in brackets, um, contains knots. Oh. Which it had, it had, that, yes. that, was, that was good. Yes. And then on oh, he's the, done a lot of work on that one. Yeah, and he remembered them all. He rattled off a few. The other one that sticks in my mind, Sarah Millican on Frank Skinner's Opinionated. And she said, um, she was on about, she'd met, she saw a woman being dumped on an escalator. A boyfriend, boyfriend disappeared off, which isn't easy on an escalator. You just go up two steps. <laughs> and um, she said, oh, the poor, you know, I had to give her a big hug and she's probably crying into her trifle now. Mm. And I said, we, oh, that's it with you, Sarah. You also have to bring everything back to pudding. Mm. Not, a, not a joke, because it's an amusing remark. An observation. My, and my brother said, well, it would have been apt if she was crying into a trifle because she had been deserted. Oh. That is so very good. There's no hey? stopping him. There's no stopping him. I'm thinking it. I might start doing a bit of sheet metal work, get my own back. <laughs> <laughs> so what about that? I really mm. did feel like I'd been, um, I'd sat at the master's feet. But this Did, is what happens in hindsight, isn't it? Like I don't. I've never been there. Really? No. In hindsight, it's always brothers telling you how you could do things better. Right? <laughs> yeah. Does your, do your, surely your brothers didn't phone up after your Russell Howard appearance and say, "If if I was you, I would have." Well, my dad's big comedy advice was that I should. Um, he think he thought I'd be good at writing for other people, <laughs> which is a really backhanded compliment. Yes. But well, um, if. if uh, even is it that? Even? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an insult, yeah. pure and simple. It's um, a slap in the face. He's saying he likes your material. He doesn't like you. Yeah. <laughs> Which, from your own father, he's tough. He just doesn't find me. Funny. Did you ask him to elaborate? Um, no, that was just. That Had was... you mentioned Disneyland? <laughs> yeah, don't bring that up. No. And um, but what being on? Um, I was on Russell House Good News, and um, oh yeah. Being, um, oh god, it's becoming like me with Dare the Triffids. <laughs> I know. At least I've moved on to SOS Titanic now. You know my song Dave the Fridge? Who often, doesn't? Often, I know. Often people. That's this week's um, <laughs> texting. Who doesn't know Gareth's song Dave the Fridge? I'm expecting quite a big response. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, it's all drawn out, kind of slightly tortured um, jokes about someone being like a fridge, and people suggest all sorts of ones for them. Mm. I've had quite a lot of people commenting on YouTube saying, surely what you should have done at the end, rather than the fat joke, you should have made some sort of joke about her being cold like a fridge. Uh, well, I think our kid's probably preparing a white yeah. paper on that song <laughs> as we speak. Do you think the, do you think the old Keith, Keith report? Do you think our Keith sits at home? I I see him poised with a little sharpened pencil and a pad, making notes every time you pop up. That's what he does, Frank. Yeah, I don't. I think he probably watches it in the pub, and I think it's probably a biro on that. You know, if you tear the outer surface of a beer mat, you can write on the underneath. <laughs> That's what I'm guessing it's like. But uh, there were good jokes. I did think maybe you know, in different circumstances, he could have been the uh, he could have been the comic, and I could have been the angler. It's, it's a very fine line, isn't it? It's it is when you're angling, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, they'll see it in the water. Yeah, there was that, and... Um, oh, Frank, we had an email as well this week. We had an email. God, that, that award sent a bit of a ripple <laughs> off, hasn't it? Mm. emailing and everything. This is from Richard Tyra. Subject, it's, gonna, it's one that's close to your heart, Frank. It's eggheads. Ah. Frank, Emily and Gareth. In first. case you don't know, new listeners, I am a big fan of Eggheads, the, the quiz show. The best quiz show on television. 
arguably the best programme on television. Wow. Well, yeah, I'm not... I'm not so sure. You could argue that. You can, it's arguably. Very strange argue. argument. Um, don't he'll close our email account down if we disagree yeah. with him. Hi, Frank, Emily and Gareth. Firstly, congrats on the Sony. Totally deserved. Do you know, I'm so relieved he's mentioned it. Because I feel we can't anymore. No, well, we did. We had a podcast when we talked about it, and I said mm. to you, let's not go on and yeah, on but about on the, the show pa- last week, we hardly talk about it at all. Yeah. I know. You're experiencing the come down, Em. When you do something like that... Don't patronise me. Of... I was acting in BBC <laughs> plays when I was seven years old. Oh, steady. And you weren't even allowed to go to Disneyland. How I mean, dare imagine you? how Gareth felt after Russell Howard's good news. <laughs> he's I been mean, on telly funny. once. He's telling me what? how... I think it's repeated, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, don't yeah, know. like I you think know. so. <laughs> like you don't know when and the writings. <laughs> anyway, back to Richard Tyra and Eggheads. I love saying that. Should it be Richard Tyler? No, it's Tyra. Okay. Why, why would it I be Tyler? Know. I don't know. It sounds wrong. <laughs> let's, not, let's not guess other people's okay. names. Let's take their word See for it, See what I mean? You'd never have said that the week before last. Yeah. So, Richard, have you got that right? <laughs> Tyra. I think you'll find it's Tyler. Oh, sorry. It is Tyra. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. You're going to get a note from T. Keith about it, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steve, as, I, as you call him. Did I? <laughs> no. But it's like correcting people's names. Yes. Yes. Come with me. I'm there. Okay, back to Richard Tyra. Mm. Having listened to Not the Weekend podcast, that's last week's obviously, mm. I was over the moon to hear of Frank's love for eggheads. I'm also a massive fan of the show and would like to put forward the idea of us applying to take on the eggheads. Emily's got fashion, showbiz, and early 80s child TV coverage. I don't know that Richard's suddenly become part of the Oz. Yeah, what's that? How on earth? Frank's got sports and the full knowledge, and Gareth's... Hold on, I think you'll find I have a whole cornucopia (laughs) of general knowledge. Sports and the four. Don't limit you to that. Gareth's train journey anecdotes are bound to come in handy at some point. I'm a bit of a... Hold on a minute. (laughs) Is that the full extent to Gareth's general knowledge? Yes, call the crowd. Leave it. Um, please give what? a four-minute anecdote don't about shout. a train. Don't shout. don't shout. I'm a bit of a pub quiz enthusiast, so can pick up the general knowledge. Oh, so he's got to do all the general knowledge. Yeah, he's, he'll, he'll, he'll be there. That will just leave us one member short of the perfect team to crush CJ and the gang. Who's CJ and the gang? It sounds like the Goonies. That's the egghead thing. <laughs> I like that. As a say- you know when people say he's one thingy short of a sensor? What are those sayings? Oh, yeah. One- what are they? What, one, oh, one, one, picnic, one sandwich short of a picnic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could say it's, he's one member short of an egghead team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like it. But that's still quite It will clever. also give Frank an opportunity to meet his shouldn't but would. If you're up for oh, it, please get Judith. in touch. Richard T. Yes. I. Yeah, we'll be in touch, Richard, maybe. I, I, I would be afraid to meet um, <laughs> Judith Dimmond for that very shouldn't. I find it's, there's always a danger when you meet your... Um, would but shouldn't that yeah. that you might. Mm. Well, that's the thing. Um, and it reminds I me. I had of, that with Vince Cable. Did you? Mm. How did he go? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I um I once tried to steal a kiss from Martina Navratilova in similar circumstances. I hadn't even noticed she was smoking a pipe. <laughs> I mean, it was an awkward situation, to say the least. But um, yeah, CJ, he's a, he's a, he's a member. He's um, I don't know what he's um orientation is i'd say he's about 70 degrees longitude but um he's very camp anyway deliberately camp him and he camps it up 
And he does that fabulous eye-rolling thing. You know when camp people can look up into their own brain? Their eyes yes. go right up and it's just too white. Like Simon Cow. Does he do that? Yeah. What are you saying? I'm just saying he does okay. that. Um, Tom Cruise does it as well, yeah, I think. But yeah. he, looks, he has to look up quite a lot, yeah. obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> he could be rolling his eyes or just standing next to somebody. Yeah, I think he's just, he's just acknowledging that he's listening to them. He's actually watching them through his own skull. <laughs> Not easy. Um, but uh, he's, yeah, he's, so this is he's one of the gang. C- no one ever says sorry, CJ, which, of course, is from the old Reginald Perrin. Oh. But he's a, yeah, he's a chess expert, wears floral shirts. He's the, the main man. Well, he's not the main man, actually. He's one, he's, he's one of the Sounds weaker Sounds like he links. should be on QI. Yeah. <laughs> wears floral shirts. He should be. But it is a truly wonderful programme. I'm uh, going to start watching it now. I think they did have a celebrity version. I did wasn't they? asked. Oh, fine. You will be now. Yeah, I think it was... Um, it was I think Blue did it, Ensemble. <laughs> With uh, Russell Grant, it was a it was a strange combination. <laughs> Darren Brown, just back from the Arcadia Adults Only cruise, he, he showed up. Well, he didn't need to show up. He just emailed his answers in advance. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love about uh, Darren. I'm calling him Darren. Some say Darren the Fools, but no, it's Darren. So we um. We we started in the main show talking about my new child this week. Let's not call it the main show. I feel yeah. that that's making this um, seem like some sort of um, also right. some sort of addition. Okay. In the we'll call it not the not the weekend podcast. You're right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and uh, there was some confusion about the scan because you have the scan and they and they measure all the parts of the baby. And I was, do they? Yeah. I, I mean, those of you are new listeners, uh, Gareth is the only married member of the team and the only one mm. with children. He has one child, Ethan, and now a second is on the way. Yes. So, how... Um, how... It's a boy. We, we found Oh, you spotted boy. that, did you? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I wasn't there. I, was, I couldn't go because I was doing the Russell Howard show. Oh, oh, oh see. Stop talking. That's the only you reason... missed a scan of your own child for TV. Oh, that's how it begins. Oh. I know, I know. It's one of those terrible symbolic... He's only even talking about the child so he can bring up that he did the Russell Howard oh, no, show. I know, it's, uh, it's, it's painful. Well, I am... Um, I'm not a big... I, I'm not sure about the whole scanning process. I'm not sure about it. I, I mean, I know that, that, that medical people have to do, mm-hmm. you know, certain checks, and then that's all well and good, but I... I Doesn't it spoil the surprise a bit? See, you've already seen the baby loads by the time it comes out. No, but you've seen a weird, eerie cross-section of the baby where you've seen it's... Like, you can see its spine. And... Um, oh. <laughs> Hold on, I'll, I'll be all right in a minute. <laughs> oh, it's coming out my nose. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, well, and you can see its skull and its brain. Yes, and they look well, the right thing through, is, they look right through it. So when it comes out and it's, you can't see it. Is that fine. normal a, that you look right through it? Yeah, mm. uh-huh. you look all the way through it. Is it like an X-ray? If you should, yeah, well, yeah, because it sort of does like a cross section. It's like a sort of a sonary type Ooh, thing. I didn't, it, I right? didn't realise mm. that. Um, they all look the same. You though. see, I think that that urge to know before it comes out, which mm. which is a relatively modern thing, you know. When mm. I was born, my parents didn't have any idea what was going to come out. <laughs> uh, I think it's an urge that's it's come about just about the same time 
as glass panels on the front of oven doors. Mm. Oh, yeah. And I think people have got used yeah. to watching something cook, you know what I mean? Watching it and keeping an eye. And, and they mm. want to do the same thing with their own children. That's true. Mm. That, that's, that's my view. So I, I, I would say no. Th- and I don't know about you, I had my shoulder scanned mm. um, recently because mm. I got a bit of a bad shoulder, obviously. I didn't just have it scanned and see what it was like. <laughs> it wasn't just, you know, some general knowledge. I wasn't re- rehearsing for eggheads in case there was an anatomy section. And anyway, I had a... And, and he it, it said, you've, you've, it's inflamed, he said, your, your shoulder. That's what wow. the doctor had told me. No, inflamed. I had a kind of a poetic image of what they were, sort of Dante-esque. Mm. I imagine there'd be flames licking yeah. the joint. When I saw the dull, grainy image on the scanner, it was it made it seem commonplace. Dull, even. Quite a cheap injury, I'd go so far as to say. Yeah, and I see, I'd want to wait until the baby in glorious living colour, not, not these mm. sc- mm. scratchy images. No, but it's quite. There was some confusion though, because on the phone. So Laura reported the findings to me on the whilst phone. you were at the Russell whilst Howard. We just make that absolutely yeah, clear yeah, yeah, in the green room. Yeah, yeah. Show. And um, she said, "Oh, uh, yeah." They said um, one of its legs was um, shorter than the other, but it's, no, it's all fine. And I was oh. like, "Slow down a little bit there." Well, she'd handle, we she'd handle that. We can always walk you know, one foot on the <laughs> yeah. pavement. I mean, you know, we'll be delighted. What? Or I was... get a built-up shoe. George yeah. Michael wears them. Does he? Uh, well, I don't know, but he does. He, they look suspiciously high to me. If you don't mind me well, saying. Well, both of them. Yeah. Well, that's not a built-up shoe, is it? <laughs> that's so much I look taller. No, it's not a bad thing. But it's, uh, well, well, is that? Is no, that but what, uh, what it turns out is that it, both his legs—they were the same size, but both his legs were a little bit shorter than they. But they grow at different rates. With um, with Ethan, a couple of things is came that right? Yeah, like I think so. One know, leg will grow oh. maybe all the way, and then the other one comes out. Well, kind of. Oh no, not the legs, but like compared oh. to the skull in proportion to like the skull. I thought it was. Imagine a fabulous <laughs> a race. Right, race between the legs. One a little. See which one makes full extension first. That's great. Oh, okay. So yeah. So I think I think it like they've said it's fine, but he's in he's in the fifth percentile, so he's a little bit Is smaller they? than he. But I what you've you've enlisted up. him already? <laughs> <laughs> Was he in the fifth percentile with Tom Cruise? I think I've seen that film. <laughs> Oh, no, it no, wasn't. It, I know it was Bruce Willis, wasn't it? And Mila Jovovich. <laughs> that was the fifth, fifth element. Um, no, he's... Um, but that just means he's a little bit on the small side. But m- Laura's mum thought mm. fifth percentile. She thought she put a brave face on it, but she went away from the phone call thinking he was 5% of the size he should be. Oh, oh no. Like one, 5%? One, oh, one, no. one that would be really small. Yeah, I don't know what 5% means. Don't do maths <laughs> on me. That's getting into he-ping-ping ping territory. Well, it's like a borrower. The late he-ping-ping. Ping. When I she got was... scanned recently, I had accompanying music, as I mentioned on the previous uh, mm-hmm. show. So, did you not? Do you, do you get any music when no, you watch no, a baby's no music? I'd have thought the okie-cokie might have been out. <laughs> <laughs> as the legs come out in exact time with the music. I'd like to see the whole evolutionary process on there. That's what you should see become a chimpanzee at some point and then move on. It started out as a, a small legless fish. Maybe there could be a point in the chimpanzee life on the scanner yeah. when he's, he's taken the um, intestine and formed them into what looks very much like a tyre suspended from a rope for him to swing on. That's what I want to see on a scanner, my friend. Not what sex it is. Who cares? Nowadays, it's a... Let's face it, it's a toss of a coin. So, Frank, I know I'm not really allowed to talk about the Sonys anymore. Well, go on, I'll give you one last go. Okay, one last one, because I love it. Mm. It It's the best thing that's ever happened to me, maybe. 
in the Those of you who don't know, we won, oh God, we won Best Entertainment show. Yeah, we did, we did. Yes. Let's not go on about it. Um, No, we won't go on about that. But what I will go on about is the fact that I've received a lot of compliments and congratulations over the last, you know, week or so since we won. Oh, vain and (laughs) eager. What did they say about me? Did they mention me? (laughs) They did, actually. Okay. Um... But I've really enjoyed that. It's no, nice. of course, I'm going to think they said bad things about me. Yes, that's what mm. I inferred. Go on. They didn't say bad things about you. Okay. I've just said it was compliments and congratulations. Okay, lo- lo- lovely. Nice. Well, that's it all, nice. It was all nice things. Mm. But I've got rather used to this. I mean, I'm expecting this now. I get very disappointed if I get an email or so and someone doesn't mention it. I think it's quite miserly of them. <laughs> yes. I think, I think they're Mean-spirited. jealous. Mean-spirited. Yeah, and I think they're quite jealous of me. Yeah, they hate you now. Yeah. <laughs> I say now. They hate you now in brackets. <laughs> Would you like it to be made part of your title? So, like, Emily, Sonia, award-winning Dean? Yeah. Well, you could, okay, have, you could have letters at the end. Like, mm. if people A-W. get a degree and they have it, it's there forever, why not do it with a, an award? I think we should. I'm going Thought to. about that. But I, it has made me think, getting all these compliments, I thought, well, I have quite a curious way of receiving compliments. It's been... It's actually I've been heard pointed that. At- <laughs> really? Oh, you're good. You're very good. It's be- Frank, it's been pointed out to me by others. Mm. And particularly, last week, I had my hair blow-dried. Looks it looked lovely. It looked fabulous. I've had it washed since then. Um, it looked fabulous, though. When I Does that affect the... Bl- if Once you wash a blow-dry, mm. that, that's blow-dry gone? Oh, I love it when you ask about beauty. <laughs> uh, yes, that's blow dry gone. Well, I bought, <laughs> I bought some uh, ibuprofen yesterday in uh, in Superdrug, and I I saw there was a thing that said ask. There was a little note saying ask if they've got a beauty card. Oh, and she didn't ask me. <laughs> I, I I took exception. The man with the seven pound haircut, like a James Bond villain. I love that. <laughs> Nine pound. It's gone up to nine pound. The seven pound haircut is behind me. Oh, it's nine pounds. One pound tip. Most of it's behind me. I had a mullet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Pretty good. He's got a terrible haircut, (laughs) but it was quite cheap. Anyway. Yeah, so people compliment you. A lady complimented me. She's actually a colleague. A lady. Um, I say that because she's pretty and I'm a bit jealous of her. Mm. But a lady said to me, "Oh, your hair looks lovely." Well, because I had had nothing to do with it, quite honestly. Parts mm. of it weren't even mine, but that's another story. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, I know it looks great, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, she she looked slightly astounded, askance. She said, oh, I, I, I've never really heard anyone say that. I'm not sure you can say that. I said, well, I just have. I, I have. like that you said it. It's like you were able to stand back from yeah. your own hair. Exactly. And admire it. I am often able to do that. <laughs> well, Me and are. Cheryl Cole often do that these days. Uh, but she... Uh, she said no, you're she... not allowed to do it. Did she get out like a rule book? Well, no, she didn't of... get aggressive. But she mm. did... I think she was pointing out that the, the acceptable thing to do is to say, oh, don't be silly. Yeah. Oh, not don't be silly, but to say, you know... Or thank you. Yeah. In fact, though, you were being honest, weren't yeah. you? Because a lot of women, they deny the whole blow-dry and they take full credit. Yes. But you were, you were admiring the craftsman. Women always deny it. the blow-dry. I won't... Oh, God, I wonder where that was going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me just get my breath back. You're a bit like Darren Brown, because oh, usually... Oh, God. How dare you? <laughs> what, once you take off the hair pieces, you mean? <laughs> no. no. What I mean is that a normal a normal magician... Doesn't go and add on entertainment that... cruises. <laughs> no. no, and he doesn't have a blow dry because the fez won't fit. <laughs> 
No, what I'm saying is that... A normal a, magician. <laughs> a normal yeah, you magician. know that, a normal magician. <laughs> a normal magician, um, like, hides the workings and doesn't tell you that it's a trick and just says, <laughs> no, it yeah. is magic. Exactly, like Whereas, the great, great surprender. You're like yeah. Darren Brown, you do incredible things, but you, you know, you're aware that it's just tricks. You're incredible. <laughs> do incredible things you go to a hairstylist no it's good i think it's good that you're that you're up front there well i went i was at the comedy club um, yeah this this weekend just just gone and i saw a very funny trio oh and uh, i won't name them because i'm about to um relate a conversation and i went up to one of the guys I said, I, to say, I thought you were, you know, brilliant. Mm. And um, we talked about it. I said, I think, honestly, I think you're going to be massive. And, you know, I was really, really impressed, et cetera, et cetera. And he said, oh, thanks very much. And I think he felt he had to um, say something nice to me. And he mm. said, well, well, you know, well done for you, to you for, for sticking at it all these <laughs> years. <laughs> I said, yeah. giving my career a sort of Robert the Bruce <laughs> element. <laughs> if at first you don't... Oh dear! And I mean, he was trying to. I'm sure he's, he was trying to be he's nice. Very tenacious, that Frank Skinner. Yeah. Thanks for just still being here now. Are you still here? It's at that. Did he tell you you'd lived a thousand lives? No, he, <laughs> he didn't. But I. Um, it reminded me back in 2008 when I said to my manager, "I said, well, if if I'm the only way I'm ever going to win another award is to switch the radio." And um, and it worked really well. Yeah. Yeah. If the sound is hadn't worked out, I was going to have to try for Pride of Britain. <laughs> That was my only hope. <laughs> Thank God it didn't come to that. It's difficult, though. You must get a lot of compliments, Gareth. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I do. Mm. No, I do. But I do know what Emily means because, uh, like, um, so for instance, if I've had a good gig sometimes, I'm going to say, oh, that was really good. And mm. I go, yeah. You've yeah. got, got a good memory. We've got to take him down a peg. He's, he's got, I know. He's got, it's unbearable. Yeah. Inflated <laughs> ego. <laughs> No, I've had a lot of compliments. So how do you deal with it? Um, I go, you go. Um, so that was a good one. I go, yeah, yeah, that that was a good one. And I think you're supposed to say thank you, but or or try and think up something to say about them. But no, it's like because I'm aware that it doesn't always go well, and it depends on the audience and the positioning of the stars. Um, mm. it, like I, you know, I'm grateful. I'm also impressed at how well it went. Well, I remember standing with um, David Baddiel after the live edition of Fantasy Football, and mm. two guys came up to us, and, and this guy said, that was, that, was brilliant. "That was brilliant." I didn't like the first half so much, but the second half was brilliant. Mm. And see, when he first said it was brilliant, my smile began, mm. and then when he didn't like the first half, mm. I felt it convert into a snarl. <laughs> and I said to him, "Why do you think I care about your opinion?" Oh, I remember, I'm so glad I wasn't. I remember that sounds da- awful. <laughs> David, this sounds. Awful. David looked very anxious. And he said, oh. what do you mean? I said, why Why do I care about what... Now, of course, I did care when he said it was brilliant, mm. but not like in the first half. I decided he was some sort of fool. Mm. <laughs> so if you're going to give a compliment, give it all the way. Don't, I don't want any footnotes. No. Mm. No caveats. No. Definitely. Was that a caveat? <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.